Pod Chef. Pod Chef. Pod Chef. Pod Chef. You're listening to Pod Chef. When I say pod, y'all say chef. Pod Chef. You listening to Pod Chef. It's a podcast about Top Chef. And that's a broadcast. It's on TV. And you can watch it. They got 19 seasons. That's a lot, kid. But you can skip those. We do recaps about the whole show. Not the food, though. But the other stuff. Yeah. You're now listening to Pod Chef, the only official podcast about the TV show Top Chef, with your hosts, Jamal, Brian, and Reeves. And I only said their first names because I don't know everyone's last name, and I'm trying to be polite. Now enjoy the show. Oh, Reeves, please come back. This is Pod Chef episode 99 this is the brooklyn 99 episode of pod chef i'm your host jamal um really running out of things to talk about um at the top of the show uh my i need a co-host i've got third mike brian is here i think i do a pretty good job but people might say if there's nothing to talk about in the in the opening part don't do it people like just the top chef talk but I feel like we've started down a road of having some banter at the top. And I like it. It's my favorite part. I don't like watching Top Chef anymore. Yeah. I don't want to call it witty banter because that kind of puts like a level of expectation on the banter at the top of the show. Uh-huh. But it is banter. I know that. I know we are bantering things back and forth. Yes. Um, but is it witty? That's for you to decide. That's for you to decide, and most of you have said no. So yeah, quite a bit of you had said no. More maybe than you too think. Many. Yeah, maybe too many. Um, so I admit defeat. Uh, you admit defeat. I admit defeat. <laughs> I, I admit, submit. I submit. I submit to feet and admit defeat. We haven't had an update on the foot wars in a long time. Yeah, and and that's weird because. I think Reeves didn't like that, but we did. So, but he left and we just stopped. So, mm. maybe here's here's a little here's a random idea. Maybe someone who's close to mm. the Foot Wars could call in to the voicemail that Reeves set up and give us an update from the field. That will hold on a second. We do have a voicemail, box. but it's nope, it's not that. <laughs> I'm not setting up that. I'm saying in the future. And how amazing would that be if you did? That would have been really nice if I thought to do that, or whoever whoever is calling in would have thought to do that. Uh huh. Uh huh. In the future, if I don't know, maybe someone who was a frontline reporter could be I don't know at the front lines of the foot war, and there might be like noises of like guns and foot slapping in the background as they report about how dangerous the foot wars and give us an update on that. Maybe that would, maybe that happens. That'd be great. That would be you're, amazing. If you're out there and you um, are that person or know that person, or let's be real, want to play that person. Yeah. Maybe do it. Maybe do it. Message us or uh, just call me up and we can record that and then we can put it in the show and then we can all act like, Oh yeah. Okay, uh-huh. voicemail we got. Yeah. I mean, like a Charlie Visconage type person. Yep. 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 <laughs> That's the second reference for Charlie and two yep. in a row. What yep. up, bro? What up, bro? Um, uh, let's actually, we are talking about the voicemail, so I do need to check the voicemail box. Hold on a second. I oh yeah, please, please, please. Make please. sure that, uh, everything is empty in there. And, uh, let me see. Here. You changed the tape, right? Uh, 
Yeah, hold on, let me let me make sure. <sighs> you gotta blow in it sometimes. Yeah, it's like a cartridge. <sighs> okay, let me put it back in. Oh, there's a new voicemail. Really? There's a we got a new voicemail. Okay. Now, I wonder if it's Reeve telling us he's on his way back. I mean, he we know he was leaving Tom. But we yeah. don't know where he's. We said he's coming uh, home, but no yeah. updates since then. So no updates since then. So maybe he's like found uh, a phone at the airport or something. Yeah, maybe he found some nice, like, lovely family that's taken him in and is cooking him home-cooked meals every oh, night. Yeah, if he's been able to swim his way back to Cuba and he found a family that's taken him in and they're feeding him good meals and he's learning about Cuba. Cuban sandwiches every Cuban, night. Cuba, Cubans All sandwiches. the pork butt you could possibly oh, eat. man. Uh, I hope he's doing all right. He I hope he's doing okay. And hope he's, hope he's watching his pork butt intake. It's very salty. You got to watch the, the blood yeah, pressure. Yeah, it's super salty. You got to be careful about that. Yeah, got um, to be careful. We're getting right. older. We're getting older. We're all aging every day. Oh, God. You've seen the lines in my face. That's where the time goes. Yeah, they say black doesn't crack. But you know how like that leather on like a seat does actually get cracks yeah you gotta, like, you gotta like out you gotta like oil it that's kind of like yeah. black people's skin we still look the same but it's well, you like, do the oiling so it keeps it yeah from getting... you do the oiling so it's like a baseball mitt yes so it doesn't which crack. gets better it gets better with time More that's black in. people by the way yeah we get better with time uh-huh and i mean time the seasoning Yes, because you guys season things more than white people do. Yeah. So anytime you're cooking in a black person's house and they're like, I ain't got time for this, they actually are out of time, the seasoning, the herb. Yeah, maybe go to the store and get a plate. Yeah, and if you are coming to a black person's house for dinner, don't come empty-handed. Bring some time. Yeah, if you've ever heard – if you ever going to dinner at a black person's house and they say, come at 4 o'clock and that's not BPT, that means to bring time with you. Yeah. And 4 o'clock translates – to we'll eat at about six thirty, but come over at four. Yes, because I want to hang out. I want to see you. I want to catch up. You know. Yeah. I want to do that thing where I'm clearly intensely cooking, and you're like we're trying to have a conversation, and I'm barely uh, paying attention. But I ask you a question that really gets you off on a tangent, and you just ramble on. And it's yeah. like you're my radio while I'm cooking. Yeah. And what I'm doing is when I'm not doing that, and you're cooking, I'm like trying to figure out your TV. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you keep asking me questions that are kind of messing me up because I'm forgetting to do stuff. I'm like, which channel is the Comedy Central? I'm trying to watch the Office reruns. And then I'm I'm cutting the center part of a chicken. I'm like, oh, what? I didn't mean to do that. Your what channels are the same as mine. Why are your yeah. channels different? What do you yeah. have? Do you have Comcast? Yeah, and you say that, and I'm like, oh, I didn't mean to put fajita seasoning on these. Is this Fios? Do you have Fios? Yeah. And What's your like, Wi-Fi password? Yeah, and then I'm like, uh, I don't know this stuff. Give me a break. I'm cooking. You know, and then we're like getting into a tiff. How does your seat go back? I'm trying to make the seat go back. Yeah. How does that work? Yeah. You That's come what out, I do. You, you, come you invite out. me to your house, and I'm asking every question. How's yeah. the seat work? What kind of yeah. Fios you got? Yeah. What's this table made out of? People think he's being facetious. He's not. He's uh, crashed in my place multiple times, and this was a nightmare to try and go to sleep. Because this, how guy much has, you pay for this couch? He has nothing but questions. He kept asking me about my love sack couch, and he's like, "What's this? Four grand? You have a four thousand? Yeah, couch? how much you pay for this couch? Jesus Christ! What does this poster do? Yeah." He's like Marvel, huh? You like the Marvel universe? He kept asking me questions about that. Yeah, locks indoors, huh? That's smart. Yeah, yeah that's smart. <laughs> he kept saying, he, he said, "You got locks in your doors." That's smart. And he said, "Typical." He said, uh, "Usually, I've got locks to keep you out, but you got locks to keep yourself in." 
mm-hmm. he then uh, went into my cabinets and was like, oh, you got Pearl Milling Company, huh? No more Aunt Jemima for you. Brought no. that up again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Brian is a handful when he comes over, but he's so fun. Yes. You just, you have to Worth have it. Back. Worth the effort. When Brian's in town, he's like, I need a place to crash. I'll tell you the Let night me, of. Yeah. I'm on my way to your house and I say, hey, I need a yeah. place to stay. He's five minutes away. And you say, hey, I'm in town. That way you um, can't say no. For the weekend. And I need a place to crash. And if I don't crash at your place, I'm going to be homeless. I'll be sleeping I, on the street. Yeah. And I go, well, I don't want that on my And you got to feel bad about it. Uh-huh. And so it eats at me and I immediately say, sure, I've got yep. space for you. There's space yep. for you at the inn, Brian. Yes. Um, and then he comes over and, you know, I rearrange my life to accommodate him. And it's it's just question after question. And then I got to feed him. Mm-hmm. And you come it, over here and you eat my food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to feed him. And it's like he sees how I eat and he's like, Oh, this is actually pretty tasty. It's health food, but it's really fucking tasty. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, some nights uh, it's, I'll be like, well, this is very last minute. So let's just order pizzas and just have a, a, a carb, uh, pizza crash, a, a pizza party pizza crash. Party. And we'll just, I'll just fill him with pizza and he'll, he'll fall asleep like a baby. It also hurt, helps. Cause when he does get that itis and Brian calls it, this <laughs> when he does get that, he falls asleep and he doesn't ask any more questions. And I'm like, this is good. I like this. This is why I try and feed him that kind of food. I'm like a baby in that you feed me and I'll go to sleep and I won't spit up anymore. Yeah. And Brian, make sure to put a horn over that word. I will. All right. So let's go ahead. <laughs> We're getting off track here. Let's let's play this. We have important uh, things to do today. We yeah. Have we have voicemail to so play. much to talk about because this is a huge episode. It might go an hour and a half. So let's talk about this voicemail. Let's uh, play it. We, don't, we haven't listened to it yet. Okay. Here we go. Hello there, pod chef. It is I, your favorite white reverend, the Reverend Han Gary. And I'm calling because I have a question for you. And that question is, when are you going to once again speak of the glory that is food God or food Jesus? This show used to be about God, food, God, or food, Jesus. However, you have strayed from the menu that the Lord has prepared for you. Now, I understand that the temptations of the food of the world might have steered you away from the Bible, the good word, the book of food and wine, the food and wine magazine book. But my my brothers in food, I insist you Turn away. You repent from those awful, awful ways, the ways of the world, the food of the world, the non-God food, God and food, Jesus ways. I I invite you out. We are having, we are having a glorious, a glorious get together out in the field. If you come, just look, look for the tent. We'll have a tent set up. And out there you can get baptized in the Frank's red hot sauce of the food God, food Jesus. And once again, be welcomed back into his platter, his amuse-bouche, his five-course meal. My brothers, I, my friends, my amigos, please, I beg you come back. We miss you. Food, love, God. Food, God, food, Jesus loves you and misses you. We invite everyone for now to hold hands and pray. Dear food God, food Jesus, we ask you to enter the stomachs of these boys. 
help bring them back to the Lord, the food, Lord, and food, Jesus. Open up that food and wine magazine, find the good word, and come back to the flock of duck that we will cook, make the skin extra crispy. We love you, heavenly food God. From your white reverend, the Reverend Han Gary of Food and Wine Magazine Church. Amen. Thank you, brothers. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, reverend Han Gary. Reverend Han Gary back on the show again. Um, a couple of interesting things there. Okay. Um, started off by making it clear that he's white. He is white. Um, it's established. It's, it's official now. It's interesting. It's um, official. It kind of started off with like he was going to do a theme of like food and like the menu of God. And then I think he tried to. Yeah, he tried to. And they kind of lost track there and just kind of heavily relied on saying food, God, food. A lot of long pauses there. <laughs> a lot too. of pauses at the end there. And then, you know, circled it back up with once again, basically telling us that he is not doing a black. A reverend impersonation. He is a white. He's a white reverend. White reverend from the south. Um, so yeah, um, I don't know what the overall message was that I'm supposed to take away from that voicemail. Seemed like he wanted us to because we did a while back, maybe season two or something like that. We um we had the Reverend Han Gary, the white yep. Reverend Han Gary, come yep. and speak on the on the episode, and he what a pleasure it was. Yes. And he explained to us the Church of Food and Wine magazine, yep. and uh, it seems like we're not doing that anymore. And I think he is encouraging us to come back into um, into the into the into the love that is the food God, food Jesus, mm. and to use our platform to get the word out about the Church of Food and Wine magazine and food God, food Jesus. Okay, um, I'd love to do that. Um, you know that the only thing that I am religious about is uh, food. Uh-huh. Uh, I I eat um, religiously at the same time every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I eat the same thing, kind of. We well, you know mm-hmm. during the pandemic, I was eating literally the same thing, but now I've switched up things a lot. A little bit. The the things are still basically the same, but they're well. No, you haven't had sweet potatoes in a long time. No, I don't really eat potatoes that much anymore. I did have one last week, though. I I had a whole sweet potato last did week. You, was it? It was like, oh shit! This is this is what I'm talking uh, about. It was a baked sweet potato, but I was. Uh, it was like I. I mean, I it, that was my treat at the end of the week. I had steak and a baked sweet potato and Brussels sprouts, and boy, did I just two tablespoons of melted butter on top of that sweet potato mm. and cinnamon sugar. Oh, mm-hmm. it was a delight. What a treat. What a treat. And you know what? I haven't had it in a while. And I'm like, this is what it's supposed to be. A little treat. Mm-hmm. A little thing I work I, I look forward to instead of having every day and kind of being bored with them. You right. Know, and just shoveling them down. Yeah, like it's not like you don't even care about yeah, it. Like like it's but just now food. I do. Now I'm like, man, when I get a sweet potato, I look forward to that natural sugar coming out mm-hmm. and like mixing it with the butter and it's got that it's just super smooth from the the convection oven baking that's been doing for an hour oh mm-hmm. and my mouth is actually uh watering right now uh and and my i when i eat it's sort of like a religious experience as well because i often pray to not have a heart attack when i'm doing it yeah and is that because you always are eating at the heart attack grill you're always ordering from the heart attack grill well no see there i would pray to have one because if you have a heart attack eat for free 
like a competition. Right, it's like it's right. like, hey, come to Heart Attack Grill, yeah. have a heart attack. You eat for free. your meals on us. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. That it's you eat for free if you have a uh, gigantic medical uh, problem. Yeah, <laughs> and facility. if you die because of it. Uh, your, your family goes on the wall. Right? Your picture goes on the wall. <laughs> yeah, your family is for free, right? <laughs> yeah, and you 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 took the hard tech girl challenge. Your picture yeah. on the wall, and your family gets one free. Yeah, it's a fifty dollars gift card. That wall is like the wall when you walk it. I don't know if anyone else here um, has ever been to Langley and CIA headquarters, but in the beginning of uh, in the in the lobby, there's a bunch of uh, stars for the fallen. Um, assets let's put it that way of the uh, cia so it's kind of like that when you walk into a heart attack grill it's just a bunch of uh cheeseburgers assets cheeseburger uh, plaques on the wall yeah and it's no names it's just like this is one for every person who's come here and like mm-hmm. um not survived their meal and um that wall is pretty packed it's it's pretty packed it, there's so many things there that you think they would do something about it. Yeah. That they would change a policy or – Yeah. Because a lot of people – also, it's probably one of the most haunted places in the country oh at God. this so point. So many people are dead there. It is a scary ghost place. You yeah. go there after hours when it's closed, you are going to meet a fat ghost. It's just fat ghosts Nothing at the but table fat ghosts. eating their last meal still and being like, I got to finish this. Their thing. unfinished business is yeah. the meal they couldn't yeah. finish because they-, they died. <laughs> They don't haunt you. They're just like having conversation with you at the table. Like, They're just hungry. Like my family was here 20 years ago. Civil War fat ghost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Half a burger in front yeah. of them. <laughs> He's like, no Negroes here when I was, <laughs> when I was eating it. Things were different when Things I was Things were different here. at the heart attack grill when I was here. Um, only whites were dying inside. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, so thank you, Reverend, was it Sweetwater? Who? <laughs> Is it Reverend Sweetwater? What's his no, name? No, it's Han Gary, like Hungary, like Hungary. It's a play on words. Oh, thank you, Reverend Han Gary. I got a question. Why isn't a pun called a pow? Play on words. Pun sounds like it stands for something. Play on words. A pow. I don't know. Either way, food news. The food Rutgers news. football team <laughs> reportedly racked up a $450,000 DoorDash bill over the last year. Holy crap. And they're saying that they – and it's not just food that they've been ordering. So apparently students, student athletes, uh-huh. well, football players were allowed to order food from any place using a corporate DoorDash account. They were ordering groceries, of food, course. stuff from pharmacies, of different like that. They were also ordering food for their families back at home and friends. Wow. There were bills from like one card was they build. There was like a meal ordered a hundred thousand miles away in one place, and then the same day on the opposite side of the country, something was ordered. It's crazy, and you know who paid for most of that? The New Jersey taxpayers, because wow. Rutgers is a state school. Unbelievable! And, and so this is what I'm talking about when they keep talking about increasing my taxes. I'm supposed to pay for this? Yeah, I gotta pay for this. I'm supposed to pay. I'm supposed to fit the bill for these hooligans who were given a corporate card for God knows what reason. And the issue was apparently is because they couldn't go out for eat because of quarantine. Well, my question was, have some person bring them food from yeah. the from the freaking cafeteria. Why don't you give an assistant at the school for the sports team the card and let him take, you know, some orders yeah. and like say, okay, we're going today for lunch. We're going to Kava. What do you want? Give me your yeah. orders. Yep. I'll deliver him. You don't give the card to 
football players. Football players. Come on, man. That you're asking for trouble. These kids don't have any idea how money works. Yeah, they still think it's real. Yeah, they think that money is money's not paper real. Money. They don't no. understand that money's not real. And it's they, all online. It's all online. It's all numbers. I have I have not seen a paper check in so long. I don't even know how I'm getting paid. It's all digital now. No, there. I never. I haven't. Tr- I haven't made a paper transaction <laughs> like a decade. In a at decade. least. These kids don't know what they're doing with a corporate a corporate card. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing. First of all, did anyone buy gas? Did anyone buy any airplane miles? Did are they even getting the points? Somebody's getting points, DoorDash points. Because you're missing out on a lot of rewards on this uh-huh. corporate card if you're not uh-huh. using it right. Yeah. You gotta maximize your points. And then you gotta turn those points. You know what? So they ran up a four hundred and fifty thousand dollar tab, right? Uh-huh. That probably translates into $45,000 worth of points. <laughs> yeah. And so they, someone is taking those points and they got to redeem them. Someone's getting a first class someone's flight to Florida. Getting, someone's getting a couple of first class flights to Florida from Rutgers University. Thank you. Thank you. And what Rutgers said is they said that they the, what they'll do in response is they will switch to Grubhub. Because mm. Grubhub, Grubhub costs less is what they said to do. Good, good, good. So it'll be $300,000 next year. That's probably not that big of a difference. <laughs> and that's food news. That's food news. Two segments. All right. Uh, let's go to our favorite segment called Chefs I Prepared for You. This is a segment we do every week where we talk about what we had for dinner last night and only last night. And we talk about it as if we're presenting it to the judges on Top Chef. I'll go first and there will be a winner. Probably me. Chefs I Prepared for You. Pan-seared garlic and black pepper chicken breast with a white wine pan sauce and sautéed brown butter broccoli florets. Brown butter I broccoli florets. You want to know what I did with that brown butter? I browned the butter first. Mm-hmm. Then the took it out. out it. T- no, no, just browned it. Then took it off the pan, right? Mm-hmm. Put it in a little cup. Then I poured it on top of the uh, broccoli florets before I put them in the sauté pan. And I actually mm. got my proper sauté pan out. And my my man, when I tell you that these broccolis were dancing all over the all over the skillet, <laughs> these motherfuckers was tap dancing all over the skillet. You know, in a movie where in the old time movies where they have to take a gun and shoot the floor and say dance. Yeah, uh-huh. that's what these broccolis were doing. <laughs> and I cooked them real quickly over the height. Oh, they tasted amazing. That brown butter. You could see it in the picture. The, looks, you could see the pan looks good. sauce. Yeah, looks solid. I used a Chardonnay wine last night instead of a Sauvignon Blanc, so it, it did taste a little bit different in the pan sauce. I I think I like the Chardonnay better. Mm. What's in your pan sauce again? So you, cook, you cook the chicken, chicken in the pan, pull it out, and then in the pan you do Chardonnay. So you pan sear the, the chicken. I put it in the oven, bring it out. The pan's hot, so I always got to use a glove. But then I uh, have diced shallots, uh, pressed garlic, goes in the pan. Chardonnay goes in the pan. You let it uh, do its thing of like, you know, deglazing the pan. You Uh rub around. You put it on high heat about on mine, you know, get it boiling, nine, ten. You get it boiling. You burn off that alcohol. Get it out of there. You don't want it. Get it it out of there. Get the alcohol out of there. You burn it out. And once it starts popping as almost like it's like syrupy, then you pour in the chicken stock or broth. You can use either one. But I was using broth last night because I couldn't find stock. So I had. Add the chicken, uh, a cup of chicken broth, right? Now you, you're burning that off too. All you're doing now is those re- reducing it, right? 
So you're, you're just condensing these flavors down. I cut a lemon in half. I squeeze it on top. I put a uh, thyme in there, right? And I and I let that all simmer and stuff. And then once it's reduced down, and you can, you know, drag a little uh, line in it with your spatula. You turn off the heat and you put in two knobs of unsalted butter. Then you put in salt and pepper. You stir it around till it becomes an emulsion. And then you strain it. Get all the grits out of there. And it's just the beautiful, rich sauce left. Isn't your chicken ice cold by then? No. This doesn't take that long to do. It's been a long time. A lot of deglazing, a lot of burning down, cooking down. You're cooking on high heat. You okay. don't have a... It's a cup of liquid. Okay. All right. Looks good. Go ahead. What'd you have? Chefs, last night I procured for you Popeye's chicken and the winner is Jamal. Let's go on to, (laughs) let's do the talk about Top Chef. Uh, It's a good thing we're not having a a war, are we? No, we're not. When do I play this now or? After we, after we hear the Pod Chef noise. All right. We'll be right back after this. Boom. Pod Chef. You know what that means, folks? It's Restaurant Wars! It's Restaurant Wars. <laughs> Welcome to Saigon. Uh, we are Pod Chef Episode 99, Top Chef Season 5, Episode 9, Restaurant Wars. And, and it's if not you're resta- listening to... Th- what? It's not Restaurant Proxy Wars. It is just Restaurant Wars. Yeah. This is a legitimate war. Yeah, if right? you're listening to this, you have been officially been drafted. Here's That's your draft right. card. Yeah. You are now in the Restaurant yeah. War, baby. Welcome to Conscription. And if you tell me you got flat feet, too bad. You're still going to put your foot in that food. It's actually perfect for landmines, so we need you to... (laughs) Yeah, you'll get more area. We need you to be actually in the front line. People who might have a raised uh, uh, heel. What's the middle of your foot called? Arch. Arch. Uh, They might miss... They might the miss mine. the landmine. We need flat feeders to actually hit the landmines and, and make them go off so we know where they are. So yeah. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for uh, your service. Uncle Sam uh, loves you and will buy you a house after all this. It's the it's the 1940s. It's the military way. Yeah. So, in Restaurant Wars, but first, got to do a quick fire challenge. Yeah. But I like this quick fire. Let me just say this, because this quick fire was a little bit different. It was a good way to decide who's going to be executive chef. The chefs arrived at the Top Chef kitchen to see Padma standing with successful restaurateur Steven Starr, which I wonder if that's a fake name. He changed the last name. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Padma and Starr uh, explained that part of opening a restaurant was to do a tasting for prospective investors. Therefore, the chefs had a tasting for Stefan. The chefs then had 30 minutes and complete access to the entire Top Chef pantry to create one dish that showcased their concept for a potential restaurant. And the top two chefs were chosen to be the team leaders in the next uh, Elimination Challenge, which was Restaurant Wars. Restaurant Wars. And here's the kicker. Here's the kicker, folks. There's no more immunity. Uh, No more immunity. All the immunity is gone. The immunity is terrible. This is one of the worst episodes for immunity. I I have it. I have immunity. I do. Nobody else does. I met immunity once. She was great. You could what are the What are the greatest immunities ever? I have, so I have a question. Uh, part of opening a restaurant was to do a tasting per perspective in, in, in investors. But in reality, this is what every quick fire challenge is. You yep. cook food, whatever tastes best wins. Yep, yep, yep. You didn't need to make it seem like we're going to have a tasting. It's, it kind of confused me. I was like, is this different from, oh, no, you're just tasting the food and it would taste good wins? Okay, just say yeah. that. But I'll say this time – there's actually stakes to it. It wasn't just like I don't I won't be eliminated today. It was like, oh, I'll be running. 
the yeah. show for a restaurant war. So it was like even though there were deal. even though there were steaks, only one person did steak, and it was Fabio, and it didn't go well. Uh, yeah, because he made steak, and he didn't like that it was called a, a cheese steak, which is basically what it was. It's not a cheese steak; it's a filet yeah. mignon. It's a filet mignon with cheese, with yeah. imported cheese. Yeah, that's a cheese steak, brother. Yeah, um, I don't know if you're aware, but all cheese is imported cheese, unless it's American cheese. Yeah, it, it's not just cheese steak if it's skirt steak. It's any steak with cheese is a cheese steak. Yeah. Um, Jamie, That's literally the definition. Jamie let it be known that she doesn't want to win this challenge because <laughs> the leader of Restaurant Wars usually goes home. And she phoned it in on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I got to say this entire episode, I'm taking points off for Gryffindor because she has not, she has not tried this entire episode. Even her food that she puts out in this uh, quick fire is like bland and, and regular. And then she makes scallops again. Yeah. In the restaurant where it's just like, okay. This is not the top of scallop. <laughs> Even though he explained that to her, I don't think she learned. Yeah, I think she does think this is top scallop. I think she, someone might have told her at one point in yeah. the process that this was top scallop, but yeah. they lied to her. Yeah. They're like, you know, it's called top chef, but the C in chef stands for scallop. You can't spell scallop without a C. That's true. The same way you can't spell happiness without penis. All right. So. Um, so true. St- Stefan made asparagus. This is th- not the top of cheesesteak. <laughs> it's filet the- mignon and a piece of cheese. Mignon. It's Steph- a scallop on a piece of bread with cheese. Yeah, it would have been funny if at one point Fabio did look over and go, oh, you didn't like uh, my cheesesteak, but you like a scallop. She make it a scallop every time. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, if... If this was top scallop, she might win it. So she would be hard to beat in top scallop. She did fuck up a scallop once though, so maybe not. She yeah. might have gone home if this was top scallop. Well, that would be cold scallop day. She'd she'd have a problem. Yeah. She can't do a cold raw scallop very well. But yeah. cook top cook scallop? Bring me Jamie. Um Stefan made uh, asparagus three ways. I'm a fan of asparagus. I've only had it one way. That's cooked? Yep. Uh, <laughs> so yeah we like you said jamie's dish is so simple even the guest judge the first thing he says is um it's refreshing how simple this is yeah um, she's like good don't pick me yeah uh leah and radica win uh but there's no immunity so did they really win and either neither one of them really wants to be leader i don't think um but i did enjoy after they were announced winners that they had to do a schoolyard pick them for the yeah, restaurant they had, teams. they had to do a kickball pick and I did not understand why Radica was picking the way she was picking. She was picking the least talented of the remaining. I mean, she picked Jeff first, didn't she? I, no, she picked. She did. She pick Jeff first. I think she did. She picked Jeff. First. No, she picked Jamie first. All right, she picked Jamie first, and then Jeff. Yeah. And then last pick was no, Stefan. No, on the Jeff other team. was last. No, it was Jamie, Carla, Jeff. Okay. Okay, so it was between Jeff and Stefan. I think she was thinking entirely based on um, personalities and not not skills. Which is terrible. She should have went with skill. I think she is a I think she is a a soft spoken person who doesn't seem to be like at least at this point not a very aggressive person. So she was like, I need to find a a team that will get get along and just cook and not have problems. Yeah. And so I don't want Fabio and I don't want Steven. Yeah. Even though they probably would have helped a little bit. Um, yeah, they're some of the best chefs on the show. So to me, one team is stacked, and one team is clearly the, of the like the bottom half of contestants that are left. Mine is Carla, who still to this point has only done good once, but she does hit her stride after this episode. Yeah. And Leah, um, of course, picked her boyfriend. Yeah, which was so obvious. And then even everyone was like, 
they're picking friends over skill and this is going to be bad for business. Yep. Um, so they go, they, they, we get a classic decoration shopping montage, but then they go back home and Stefan is being bossy and Jamie's being more in charge of Radica's team than Radica. And then guess what happens, folks? This is restaurant wars, but it's also there's what, what is the, what's, what's the saying? All's fair in love and war. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't have restaurant wars without some love. So let's listen to a little bit of the sexy time. With WKLA Radio, <laughs> the smooth nightmare. <laughs> she go to That was smooth sexual sounds from Top <laughs> Chef Season 5, Episode 9, Restaurant Wars, Leah and Hosea. Thank you. Who both, as you know, have partners back home, both outside. And that's what happens, you know. They're, they're also making the sacrifice while their partner's off at war. You're getting in the mood, and sometimes you find things in common with other people. It happens, you know. They go off to war. 20 years, 15 years later, you're living your life. Kid shows up at your door. Hi, I'm your son. You had you slept with my mom when you were at restaurant war. And you immediately get post-nut clarity. Let's listen. Last night, Lee and I are sitting on the couch for probably two hours, and we ended up kissing. I absolutely regret it. I, I did not want that to happen. I have a girlfriend who... I love, and I hope to be back together with when I get out of here. You doing all right? Waking up this morning, I just feel weird about what happened last night. Hosea and I are not, like, romantically involved at all. Like, I have a boyfriend who I would really like to be with after this whole thing, which is probably not going to happen, and that's great. Nina has the least for the whole food, right? Okay, so they both regret it after they've sobered up a little bit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Probably shouldn't have done it, and you did it in a very public way. Pretty disrespectful for uh, your significant others at home. We're going to have to watch this. I think also, Hosea was like, we made out. And Mm -hmm. from the camera, you couldn't really see that. Yeah. And so... I saw them fucking. So, hey, man, keep your mouth, keep your fucking mouth shut. Yeah. Like, (laughs) if you hadn't said that... I wouldn't have known. Kind of seemed like y'all were just snuggling, which ain't great. Yeah, it's terrible still. But also, I think their partners might understand because, like, this was the night before they go off to war. Yeah. It's like the night before you got on the Titanic. What am I not supposed to fuck? Yeah. Your plane's going down. You turn to the person next to you and you say, hey, we doing this? This is the last chance that we're going to get. Yeah. That's what soldiers do. That's what soldiers do. They turn to their soldier on the right and their left and like, hey, we're going to war tomorrow. Should we make out on this couch? When I used to play basketball freshman in, in freshman year in high school. I would always have sex before the game. And my girlfriend be like, why do you keep messing around with girls? I'm like, I'm going to war. I'm going to battle. What am I not supposed to? Yeah, I can't die having not busted one. (laughs) Because then what happens is when the corner cuts you open, this shit goes everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to cut me open. And they – I'd rather it go everywhere than them cut me open and it just be like a puff of air and be like, oh, this guy wasn't fucking. 
I don't want to be embarrassed post-mortem. No, you don't want to be embarrassed after you're dead. So the next day is awkward for the Which is why, which is why also before whenever I go to the heart attack grill day before, you know I'm getting one off. I got a fire one off. That's actually when you walk in the door, they say, hey, last night, did you get one off? You got to be like, yes. Yeah, you always say, what's that saying you always say? My, I, I got no more torpedoes in this uh, submarine. Yeah, you got to make sure that the chamber is clear. Yeah. So the next day is awkward. Women she- too. Women too. Same thing. Yeah. Let's let's make that clear. When women go to war, they too have to have sex before they go. Yep. Same thing. Got to clear that chamber. All right. Another uh, shopping. What else happened this episode? (laughs) Another shopping montage, but this time is for food. And then, okay, let's get into it. Sahana is open for business, and it feels like they don't have a leader. I mean, the energy there just was like rigid. It means strength. They wanted Jeff to be front of house, which was, I think, the best call. He's a pretty blonde man. That was the call. Uh, He said no. Which, (laughs) if you're Radica, you say, uh, "Well, too bad. I'm the fucking leader." If yeah, if you're Radica, you say, "Okay, well, I asked you nicely. Now I'm giving you an order." Now I'm telling you to do it. So now I'm I'm ordering you to go check out that building, soldier, by yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You got to clear the way for the rest of us. I asked for volunteers. No one volunteered. So now you're doing it. You you know what you know what they call it? They call it being voluntold. Yeah, and you know what um people in the military, you know, like riflemen and stuff, call it when they are voluntold to do something. They call it foobar. Yep. Uh, so Jamie, which, is, which got, is sort of like food bar, yeah. When you think about it, yeah, food bar, which is probably what they're saying at restaurant works. Like this is mm-hmm. all food bar. Oh, that's all, oh, man. This is all food bar, man. Game over. Yeah. What else happens this episode? The judges are saying nice things. <laughs> the judges are saying nice things, but they're not like excited about the food. They're like saying like it tastes good, but they're like, mm, yeah, it tastes good, but it's just it's almost like it misses any kind of excitement or character to the table. And then Carla isn't she's having trouble again. Let's listen. Two of each. For Sahana, I was responsible for both desserts. I'm not happy with the cake. The cashew brittle wasn't cooked. And then the frozen yogurt. The freezer is not working. So the frozen yogurt is just cold soup. Is it frozen at the bottom? It's like a sauce. Where do you want? It's a mess. It's a hot mess. It smells terribly. A train wreck is a coming. Lord have mercy, I know it is. She's tr- she's struggling. But then you find out the later on in the episode that apparently a lot of people are having issues with the uh, ovens and stuff. With everything, yeah. yeah this was a so. shitty a shitty restaurant. Yeah, this restaurant bad. Uh, but this- when you say that to Tom, he'll say like, "Not everything works in a restaurant all the time." This yeah. this is this is what happens. You you can't come to work and yeah. you got twenty customers out there paying customers and you can't say sorry. The oven's not working. You got to make it happen. You got to make it happen. And also, there's a restaurant across the street. Why didn't you go there and cook? Or why don't you sneak out the window to the Krusty Burger down the street, buy a bunch of Krusty Burgers, bring them yeah, over, and say they're having back. steamed hams. Yeah. They won't know the difference. Yeah. Why don't you go buy some Popeye's chicken and just put it on the chicken and waffles tray? They won't know. And they know what? Know. They'll probably say this is better than your chicken because Popeye's chicken yeah. is fucking awesome. We learned yeah. that from little Nikki. Yeah. They're going to say, man, this tastes better than the last time I was here and I got the chicken and waffles. Yeah. Why does this taste better? And the secret is it's Popeye's chicken. Uh, uh, look outside the window. You see that big Popeye's delivery truck? That's why it's better. Yeah. You see that DoorDash guy who uh, is pissed that I didn't tip him? That's because yeah. it's fucking Popeye's. Yeah. yeah. You, I'm pretty sure you got a pretty hefty tip when you were servicing the Rutgers team, right? So. Yeah, you're good to go. You're a good guy. You're good. You don't for the need year. it from me. A struggling restaurant. My ovens are broken. 
This next clip is called uh, The Guest Judge is Still Here. <laughs> so listen. The least impressive part of the meal by some margin. Um, it reminded me of the career of Elvis Presley. I mean, it started off incredibly well, came straight out of the gate. So it died on the toilet. <laughs> that comes yeah. later. Okay. Uh, so the guest judge is here. Gail, we miss you. Um, yeah, Gail, please come back. The judges just got up and left without saying goodbye to Radhika. And I feel like they should have all walked into the back and said, Radhika, we're leaving now. Thank you. And then left. But just leaving is kind of rude. I think the judges were rude. They were rude. They were like, hey, I bet we could leave and she won't even say bye to us. Yep, yeah. here we go. And here no one go. said bye to us. Yeah. Um, and then Padma under her breath, but the mic caught her, said, what a bitch. Yeah, she said, she said, I fucking hate everyone here. I'm going to send her fucking home. She's like, guess what? She's gone. She's yeah. out of here. Um, so it's Sunset Lounge's turn. And what already, do you want? You want her to say bye to you and hello to you? Yeah, it's like she sees you every day. You guys are already yeah. friends. <laughs> yeah, she just saw you earlier today. Yeah. She she knows she's going to see you back at the Top Chef yeah. kitchen. Why say goodbye? She's got other tables to worry about. She can't just... She's busy. All right, so we go to the sunset. We went to Dale Tall's restaurant, and he was supposed to come out and talk to us, and he didn't for a long time. But you know what we didn't do? Leave. Yeah. We waited for we him. Were, we I waited. ordered a $5 coffee, and we sat there and waited for him. That's yeah. what you. That's what friends do. Tom, that's, Padma, Toby, guest judge, last name is Star. Yeah, that's what we did. You wait for your friends. Yeah. You don't just eat and run. You don't eat and run. You don't dine and dash. You sit and wait. And you don't throw down the napkin the way you did. I saw No, that. no. You don't do that. You eat the napkin like a gentleman. Yeah. You're not pooping a napkin after going to a good restaurant. Did you even like the meal? Yeah. Come on. Come on. Eat I'm, everything. I'm Clean always, your plate and your napkin. Yeah. I'm always pooping. It's tough after a good meal at a great restaurant. I got to get my hand in there and pull it out. I got to get help. I have an at-home nurse that helps me. I call we, I call them, and I'm like, hey, I'm going out to a nice place tonight. And they go, all right. And you hear snap of a glove. <laughs> Maybe we cut this. No, this is good stuff. All right, so we're at the Sunset it's Lounge. It's not real. Everyone knows it's not real. <laughs> now we're at the Sunset Lounge. And already, also, Fabio's- Also, horrible name for a restaurant. Terrible name. But Fabio's charm, I'll tell you right now, he he was winning me over. I thought I was checking into the Sunset Lounge. Oh, boy. I felt like I was family. Yeah. He sat me down. He patted me on the shoulder. I said, okay, I'm about to eat. Okay. I'm about to get some grub, though. I might have some good food. I'm also making a lifelong friend tonight. Yeah. Uh, I know he's just our, like, host, but is he- the host with the most? If Fabio is not in this new All-Star International season coming out, I'm going to burn the place down. Yeah. How is he not a All-Star from the International Top Chef? No, he's the best. That's like, all. I just want to see him. Like, And in fact, if he is on this season, I'd love to see his progression from 2009 to now. Yeah, I bet he's great. Or yeah. stuck in his ways and just or, going, yeah. this is a imported the cheese. It's a bit, yeah. You don't need to do anything yeah. else to do it. This is not the cheese stick. I once made this on Top Chef. You called it a uh, cheese stick. It is not. And then I want to bring back Toby also, just so we can beat the shit out of him. You know who I really want to come back? Did Anthony I Bourdain, the sauce I miss out. him too. Did I throw the sauce out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chef sauce, throw the sauce out. i yeah. for Ken to come back. Oh, God, Ken? Well, he is he, international because yeah, he likes to wear like Chinese things. Get him back right. here. Get him back here. Get him doing Krav Maga in the cutaways. I love it. Yeah. So we're saying all this and not talking about the food because the food wasn't wild well on the judges either. 
No, um, no one gave it. The food sucked. Leah's fish isn't fully. Okay. So I wrote this down. You tell me if this stays in. Leah's fish isn't cooked and her sauce doesn't oh, taste I see. good. Okay. See what you have here. <laughs> see what you have here. Let's keep it in, but let's not speak any further about it. Let's just leave it like that. Maybe you guys get that. Maybe you don't. Okay. She cut the food comes back. Fabio goes, you didn't cook the fish. Yep. Uh, they don't want it again. So <laughs> he does say that. He goes, <laughs> she goes, do you want it again? No, 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 they don't want it. They don't want it. And then Stephen's like, why don't you just cook the fish? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I thought I did. He's like, well, you didn't. Well, you didn't. Um, meanwhile, uh, Stefan is like, I crushed my desserts and he made three. technically. They loved his desserts. Yeah. It was like the best dish of both uh, restaurants. Everything else they fucking hated. They hated everything else. Um, Fabio said goodbye to the judges. <sighs> he nailed it. Yeah, I he mean, nailed his goodbye. Yeah, a little bit of a suck up saying yeah. goodbye to the judges. He also said hello to them. Yeah, he he also made a funny joke. He said, "I know your name in the reservation. I got the table for you." Yeah, Nail, like he's like, "Oh, what a charmer." Yeah, he he also gave him the lollipops and was like, "Oh, are you making a big transaction?" Because they were having lollipops. He's like, last time I had a lollipop, I was with uh, my, my mama at the bank. Mm-hmm. And he was doing yes. the whole story about banks when they used to give you lollipops. To yeah, kids. and how banks used to have more, you know, used to be worth having a savings yeah. account. The interest used to be higher, but now they're nothing. Yeah. And it used You'd be to lucky be if you get like 1%. Kind of predatory if you think about it. You're giving a kid candy to come into your bank. That's true. Yeah. But bank, the the bank bus pulls up next to you. Bank bus. That's funny. That kind of sounds like bank bus. Um, and you know what else Fabio did? He gave them those little soft mints. Yep. He said, here's a soft mint. I yeah. love a soft mint. They're, a, called, they're called butter mints. Yeah. Palate oh, cleanser. Oh my God. Yeah. If so, your restaurant has butter mints, I'm coming there and I'm going to take a handful and put them in my coat. Those butter mints. Better not miss. I've never once bought a butter mint, but I've had so many of them. Yeah. So we go to the judges' table, and pff, Sunset Lounge quote unquote wins, and Stefan wins overall. But pff, Carla has some back and forth with Tom, and then she Carla tells Tom about her beliefs. Let's listen to Carla. What I put out, but I had a good time. Don't you think it's important that the diner should have a good time too? I know. I, I know. I knew my dishes were going south. At that point, it really wouldn't help the diners if I was in a bad mood. So my thing was, I'm just going to send you out some love with this stuff that I'm giving you. How could your, your enjoyment impart the enjoyment? That is my belief, Tom. One of the reasons... And we'll just uh, put a picture of the face she made <laughs> on the that, Instagram The attitude when she said Tom's name is so funny. Yeah. Tom! Tom looked down and was like, I can't argue with a black woman. Yeah, he's like, I'm sorry. Like, I, okay, that's your beliefs. It is what it is. Um, so let's just let's say Radhika's lack of uh making statements, her they, team. She didn't she didn't control the team, she didn't do front of house well. They she didn't leave destroyed her. Yeah, they did. They fucking pummeled her up there. Like they were just like, why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? You think it's bad? Fix it. Is this the-? he? Yeah. Tom fucking reamed her out, destroyed her, and then they were like, maybe it's Carla. No, it was clearly Ronica. No, it was you. Um, so let's listen to her. She got eliminated. Ronica, please pack your legs and go. Thank you for letting me be here. I'm glad I made it this far. I don't want to go home for being in front of the house. 
It's a cooking competition. Of course, I'm upset that I'm going home because of this. Good luck to you, Radhika. Thank you. Good luck. I'm disappointed that I'm leaving. In hindsight, I would have said, Jeff, I don't care if you want to be in the kitchen. You're going to be in the front. I'm going to be in the back. Hi, guys. I kind of give more than I take, and I try to accommodate people. I've learned a good lesson about that being here. Being on Top Chef has made me so much stronger, and I have no regrets about the things that I've done, except for restaurant boys. Bye, guys. Have fun. Going back home, I'm looking forward to lots of recognition. You know, I've won quick fires, I've won challenges. My family and friends are gonna be proud of me even though I've made it this far. And going back and having this experience will give me an edge. Where are they now? Radhika is, hold on, I'm um, trying to remember. Hold on, I'm remembering. I'm remembering. She's a culinary instructor in Portland, Oregon. All right, so go to Portland, Oregon if you want to visit Radhika and uh, have uh, some of her uh, food knowledge passed down to you. Yeah, she's a good chef. Well, that was Restaurant Wars, and uh, we're going home. We're heading home now. The war's over. Congratulations, soldier. You made it home. Yeah. Uh, they, they finally, uh, we either, we... We won the war. That's how we're going to say it. You know, that's how yeah, we spin it. We don't ever lose the war. We always win the war. Um, even though America hasn't won a war outright since World War II. Uh oh. Um, <clears throat> but uh, we're just going to stop doing the war. Yeah. Yeah. So since we chose to stop. That means that we won. War's over. And, and there's probably like a, a demilitarized zone left in the country because that seems to be the thing that we do. Um, and now it's not my problem anymore. Yeah. And now it's not my problem. It's your problem. And guess what? It's not my problem anymore. Wasn't this more fun for you? Um, so aren't you happy with how we left it? It's goodbye. We did a good job. So me and Brian are going to pack our war knives and get on this uh, AC 130 and fly home. Can't wait to be greeted uh, at the airfield by our wives. My and, wife, uh, who's a who's a um, who's got like a nurse outfit on. I've got my flyboy clothes on. We're gonna yeah. kiss outside of the boat. Yeah, um, we've already practiced it over Zoom. Um, yeah, tomorrow I have practice kissing. I'm gonna bend the back, do a big kiss. Yeah. Um, so excited for that. Uh, and maybe uh, if you're a photographer, come out and take a picture of it. Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, and until um, next, also looking forward to those fat government or military retirement checks, right? And for good and for good health insurance, huh? Yeah. They really take care of us out yeah, there. Yeah. There's one thing that the American government does: it takes care of their veterans. I say with all the sarcasm in the world, I could possibly put into that statement. Leave us five stars. In the in uh, on on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast, which, as far as I am concerned, could be fucking anywhere. Maybe you get it on Spotify. Maybe you get it on Podbean. I don't know, and I don't care. I'm a hardened soldier now. All I know is the battlefield. I'm like fucking hurt locker. I go in the grocery store. I look around and I go, hey, "This isn't for me." Cut the black. Come back. I'm in the suit again. I'm gonna go disarm a bomb. I'm Jeremy Renner. Oh, we didn't talk about this. Fabio said monkey ass. He said it could be monkey ass and empty and empty scallop shells. 
If he had served monkey ass and empty scallop cells, I think his team would have lost. You might have gone to restaurant ordering monkey ass. Gosh, there's so many things. Do you recommend the monkey ass? Please let me hang myself out here. I will pack that ass. This is fun. Absolutely. This is great, guys. You guys got something here. This is fun.